We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Hope everybody's doing well this evening. Glad to be back on. If you're listening right now, you're listening to my next installment of my FBS College Football Breakdowns, continuing to break down all 133 programs at the FBS level. Uh, this installment, I'm continuing with the Pittsburgh Panthers, who went 9-4 and four last year, 5-3 and three in the ACC. Um, this is... Uh, Pittsburgh has turned into consistently one of the best defenses in the country year in, year out. They lost seven players on that side of the ball to the NFL, which of course hurts, but uh, recruiting has been tremendous. Um, uh, Pittsburgh and, and Pat Narduzzi, the head coach, and the other coaches on his staff have really done a great job identifying players that fit um, their culture and they play the way that they want to play and they, they just do a great job um, <clears throat> finding the right guys that are the right fit. They do a great job evaluating players and I, and I applaud the staff for that because <clears throat> it's not an easy thing to do. And the guys that don't fit, they just weed them out and get them out and get them into the portal. Um, they've just done an amazing job with that. <clears throat> so looking uh, into the Looking into Pittsburgh now, uh, breaking them down their uh, stadium. They play at Acrisure Stadium, which we're all just going to call Heinz Field. That's that's what it is. We all know what it what what stadium it is. Um, um, we're just going to call Heinz Field. That that's just that's just what's going to be called. They said sixty eight thousand four hundred people. <clears throat> um, obviously, always a great opportunity when you're able to play in a NFL stadium. Um, they've been playing there since 2001, since it opened. Um, oh, I'm always intrigued, though, from a fan perspective to see if you would rather want on-campus stadium compared to that NFL-type stadium. I've, I've never heard complaints from the Pittsburgh side of things. I've heard, heard complaints from other, program, from other programs' fans when it comes to off-campus stadiums, but I really haven't heard complaints from a Pittsburgh perspective. Um, so interesting. Uh, it's always interesting to hear those debates. Um, but I, I've always heard good things about from the Pittsburgh side of things. Um, looking at coach on the rise for uh, the Panthers, going with uh, Tyquan Underwood. He's the pass game coordinator, wide receivers coach. Um, coach Underwood, obviously, if, if you know who he is. I, I saw the Panthers play in person uh, this past year at Western Michigan in, in Kalamazoo. And uh, Coach Underwood is a former NFL player. Um, had a had a decent uh, decent career playing in the NFL, um, but um, he he's known for his hair. Um, let's just let's just say that. I mean, if you've seen him in person, you know what I'm talking about. But but he's a fantastic coach. He's done he's done a tremendous job rising from the, through the ranks. Um, started off as a coach in 2018 at FCS Lafayette as the wide receivers coach. Uh, 2019, he went to the Miami Dolphins in the NFL as a quality control coach. 
2020-2021, he was hired as the alma mater of Rutgers as a wide receivers coach. And then 2022 and now, he is the pass game coordinator and wide receivers coach at Pittsburgh. Um, just, he's done a tremendous job um, rising through through the ranks very quickly. Um, just, of course, he had, a, like I said, he had a very nice career playing professionally, five years in the NFL, three seasons in the CFL. Um, but he's he's had the opportunity to play. He was on that good Rutgers team back in 06 when they went 11-2, and two, were ranked highly, um, but has done a really good job, and I, I think he does a really good job connecting with the players. And I think it's only a matter of time before Coach Underwood is a not only an offensive coordinator, but he's got an opportunity to be a head coach. He's just – you can see – you can see it. Um, looking at the 2023 schedule now for Pittsburgh, they open up against FCS Wofford. Then they have Cincinnati. They go to West Virginia. And then they get North Carolina at Virginia Tech, Louisville at Wake Forest. They go to Notre Dame, Florida State. They play Syracuse in the Bronx at New York Yankees Stadium. Then they play Boston College and host Duke. They play Boston College on a Thursday night. Of course, we're, we're all thrilled that uh, Pitt and West Virginia are playing again. It's one of the best rivalries in college football. Love to see that game on the schedule. Um, hopefully it continues moving forward. Um, but an interesting September, I mean, hosting FCS Wofford, but then you play Cincinnati, who's going to be a little down. Go to West Virginia, that's definitely a difficult game just because of the rivalry perspective. Then you get North Carolina at Virginia Tech. That's a, that's a pretty tough September right there. Um, so if they can get through that, I think they'll be in good shape. And, and I think they definitely can. I mean, this is going to be a pretty darn good football team. Now looking at position-by-position position breakdown offensively, Pitt went to the transfer portal again to add a quarterback and found local high school standout Phil Dracovic. Um, Dracovic spent time at Notre Dame and Boston College. Um, didn't play at Notre Dame really much at all, but had some success at Boston College where he threw for 5,184 yards and 35 touchdowns. Um, he needs to stay healthy, as he as that has been a concern in the past. Um, another uh, quarterback that is reunited with a former offensive coordinator where he had some success, uh, Kurt Signetti Jr., um, who was with Boston College when Dracovic had his best season, is now the OC at Pitt. These two come together. <clears throat> Looking forward to seeing if he can return to um, that 2021 season form that he had where he looked really, really good. And, and I'm a fan of Phil Dracovic. I thought Boston College had an opportunity to be really successful last year. Of course, they were snake-bitten by injuries and just terrible offensive line play, so Dracovic couldn't really do much at all. Um, but I think he, he's in a fantastic situation here at Pitt um, with the players he has around him. Pitt also added uh, – Christian Villanex, uh, who from Penn State, um, a sophomore, so he'll be able to learn behind Jakovic and Jakovic and maybe become that next man up next season. Uh, the running back room loses one to the NFL, but they do return Sun Belt or Sun Bowl MVP Rodney Hammond Jr. had a great game there in the bowl game. Hammond is an extremely hard runner, and then they have some good depth with Sebo uh, Flemister. And then LSU transfer Derek Davis. Like I said, they provide good depth. Um, the receiving core is extremely talented. 
Uh, wide receivers, Kanata Mumford, Mumfield had 551 yards last season. And Bub Means had 401 yards last season. Both of them transferred in last year and were very productive. And then tight end Gavin Bartholomew is a future future star on the rise for this team. They all return. And then the additions of a wide receiver, Dejon Reynolds from Florida and tight end Michael Epps from USC provide really good depth at this position. They, get, they give Dracovic a lot of options when it comes getting the ball to different players. Um, the offensive line is deep and experienced. Um, center Jake Cradle, right guard Blake Zebovic, uh, left guard Ryan Jacoby, and right tackle Matt Gonvacalves all have played a ton. 90 starts between those four. <clears throat> just a, and, and the depth is great behind them as well. Um, just a really, really solid foundation here on the offensive line. Looking at moving to the defensive side of the ball now. This unit ranked number two nationally in sacks per game last season with 3.69 per game. That is a staggering number. I honestly can't remember how many I saw against Western Michigan, but I know there were plenty. They were in the backfield a ton. Um, They also allowed 98 rushing yards per game, which is seventh nationally. Uh, Like I said, they do lose seven players on the defensive side of the ball to the NFL this season, so that does hurt. But Narduzzi and company have done an amazing job recruiting this side of the ball. It, it, it's come to the point now where Pittsburgh defense, year in, year out, you just know they're going to be a top 20 defense. You're not going to be able to run the ball against them. And they're just going to have one of the best defensive lines in college football every single year. And, and, and this year, the foundation of winning in the trenches is really going to hold true for this team. And that's why I think they really have an opportunity uh, when it comes to um, the ACC. I really think they do. I really think this team has an opportunity because they can win the game in the trenches. Um, The defensive line has a lot of depth, like I said. They can go 10 or 11 deep. They may not have the star power of years past, but the talent is still there. Uh, Defensive tackles, uh, David Green and Devin Danielson have plenty of experience, as do defensive ends. Dayon Hayes, Bam Brema, Nakai Johnson, and Nate Temple. That's just to name a few of the guys that you'll see this year on the defensive line. But this, like I said, they can go 10 or 11 deep with this unit. It's pretty darn impressive. Uh, the linebacking core returns two stars in Bangali Kamara and Shane Simon. Uh, the other starter, uh, Solomon DeShields, has experience as well. This is a good group to build around. And Kamara and Simon have been there and done that. Two really, really solid players to build your foundation around as a defense. Um, both probably going to play on Sundays, um, as a lot of the defensive players that go to Pitt end up doing now. Uh, the secondary returns arguably the best set of cornerbacks in the ACC and MJ Devonshire and Marquise Williams, two more future NFL players, honestly. And then the safety position has plenty of options. Uh, Javon McIntyre, uh, Philip O'Brien, and then uh, Florida transfer Donovan McMillan, all can step in and produce pretty good trio there who could really come in and do some things. Again, the secondary is has a handful of NFL players on it. You've just come to the realization now that Pittsburgh's defense, and, and it's crazy, most people don't think of it this way, but Pittsburgh's defense, year in, year out, they're producing NFL players every single year, like seven last season. That's phenomenal. Um, and 
she's going to keep on going because they've done such a great job recruiting. On special teams, kicker Ben Sauls is one of the best in the ACC. And then punter uh, Caleb Junko has a huge leg, almost 49-yard average last season, just a small sample size. He only kicked it 12 times. Um, really, really good special teams unit, it seems. As you would expect from an Arduzzi coach team, they're not going to beat themselves in that way. Um, final analysis is my opinion now on the Pitt Panthers. The divisionless format hurts Pitt a bit when it comes to reaching an ACC title. The divisionless format, of course, favors Clemson, Florida State, um, with them being on, not having to be on the same side, per se, in the division now. Um, but, however, the depth on both lines and experience gives, gives them a shot. Um, whenever you have a team that can win in the trenches, I'm a proponent of that. Um, I think you have a really good opportunity to have a ton of success, and this team will do that. Uh, one huge key, though, is staying healthy at the quarterback position. Phil Dracovic has to stay healthy if this team wants to have the type of success that I think they could have potentially. Um, if he returns to his 2021 form, this team is could be scary good, honestly. Um, that they, they would have all the pieces there. They have a good running game, unbelievable offensive line. The receiving core is good. They just need a quarterback to stay healthy and get them the ball. And if Dracovic can do that, like I said, this could be a scary offense uh, going with one of the best defenses in the country, hands down. So really, really interesting to see how this goes. That September schedule is very interesting, though. You play two non-conference games against P5 Big 12 teams now in Cincinnati and West Virginia. Um, then you throw in Notre Dame as well in the non-conference. So uh, kudos to Pitt for, for the schedule they put together here um, to really challenge themselves. So uh, hope you guys enjoyed this breakdown. I always love doing these. It's a ton of fun. Uh, appreciate it if you like, subscribe, wherever you're listening to the podcast. Uh, please give the podcast Twitter account a follow at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good night. God bless.